You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, sexymarriage.net. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. So at the start of this episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, and my beloved wife, Pam, who joins me every week. Hello, my friends. uh, I want to put her on the spot and ask her as an accountant, what do you suppose a sex life is worth in monetary figures to a married couple. What's it worth per year? Wow, that's a that's a tough question. That's like retirement planning right there. Like, <laughs> you know, every year, how, how much do you need to have set back for retirement? I don't know. It's that moving figure. Okay. Right? It, uh, well, what do we... How... There's actually been some studies. How do we want to live, there's, right? There's been two different studies. Okay. I was just given this information so in January um, from some uh, injury lawyers mm-hmm. that went out and did a, a research study. But before we get to what it reveals, and I still want you oh, to give me a number, a guess. But before we get to that, um, welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio. We're glad you're here. And we hope that you will uh, let us know what you think by calling us at 214-702-9565. Or email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, where no question is off limits. If it's on your mind and you're not sure where you can ask it, this is the place. Because we want to help your married life be all that it can be and more Mm -hmm. when it comes to the sex that happens in your marriage. Because we want it to be hot and we want it to be good Mm -hmm. for both of you. Thanks to Baked by Melissa for supporting Sexy Marriage Radio. Baked by Melissa makes perfectly bite-sized cupcakes in an array of unique handcrafted flavors. To get 15% off your order, visit bakedbymelissa.com and enter the promo code SMR when you sign up. So back to what we were teasing earlier. What's the monetary value that you guess is um, a sex life is the worth? The first thing that came to my mind was hundred grand a year. Okay, well, that's actually the top end. Okay. For one research. Okay. And they did this based on um, qualitative data on and then factoring in the component of happiness. That couples that had a vibrant, help, happy sex life, the equivalency, depending on frequency, was fifty dollars to $100,000. Okay. On, on what it was worth. But the, it, the injury lawyers actually found that the annual value of an average married couple's sex life is somewhere actually between $13,260 and $17,850 per year. Okay, because there's been lawsuits about maybe lost ability to have sex or or No, I'll, I'll give you the data how like that. they came up with these okay, figures. because that's interesting. But couples that have sex more frequently could value their sexual relationship higher, and it could somewhere be somewhere between 33800 and 36400 annually. Okay. And the way they came up with this is the average couple, based on a San Diego State study, and this is what we refer to, not the San Diego State study, but... Average couple can have sex 51 times per year, so it's roughly weekly. Okay. Not can have, but does have. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Thank okay. One-third of the married couples can have, will have sex two to three times per week. 
That's a possibility. Okay. And so what they did is they they found the average value of sexual intercourse among what prostitutes charge. Oh, for Pete's sake. Okay. Well, this is this is what the data they went with. If this okay. is a monetary economic um, exchange that happens in our world. We're not condoning it, but that's what they placed the value from an economist study at $260 or a Nevada independent interview study of $350. But they're applying it to marriage? They're just applying it to sex. Okay. Of what's the value of sex. Okay. On a dollar basis. Uh, and that's what they came up with. Totally quantifying it in dollars. Right. And so it's interesting because you could look at it as, you know what, for the sex that we're having, $350, that's not that's not a high enough value because it's really, really good is what you might be thinking. Yeah. Right? Or there could be times where I don't even know it's worth 50 <laughs> <laughs> But it's just an interesting thought process of what's the monetary value of it your totally sex It totally tainted it for me when I found out the study was based <laughs> off of... Prostitute prices. Well, it's hard to find hard data. Okay. I thought there was a more meaningful core behind it. Well, the rest of the show will be meaningful. So coming All up right. on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, your questions and our answers. <laughs> and on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, twice as long, and with no ads, you can subscribe at sexymarriage.net. Uh, we're going to put a nice bow on the last two extended episodes we've had on the idea of what are the components that make a great life or story mm-hmm. and what do we do with these, those bloody expectations yeah. that happen in life. Yeah. And so we're going to try to wrap all of that conversation up in one nice little succinct package. Okay. So all that's coming up on today's show. So here's an email that came in to the inbox feedback at sexymergeradio.com. This says, hello, I hope I can that you can help me. I have a situation I'd love some feedback on. My husband and I have been married for nine years. We're both 50, no kids. Well, four adult stepkids out of the house. I work full-time. He's a trucker. It seems that all we talk about is business, and his situation is he's gone all week. When he comes home, we talk about business. I feel like more of a business partner than wife. He has a very high drive. I have a very low drive. And I love her phrase here. I'm a slow boil. A slow boil. Which okay. Which means it takes a while right. to, get, to get the juices really right. going and flowing. When he comes home from a long week on the road, he shows me very little affection until we go to bed. Then he goes straight for the breasts or lower region. I am not turned on. And actually, I'm extremely irritated. Yet, he still expects me to be satisfied. I've been blaming myself for not being more into it. But then I started seeing this pattern and realized it's not me. It's not all the time, but it's too frequent to ignore. Otherwise, he's the most wonderful husband I could ask for. I know he adores me and would be up for changing things up if he knew how I felt. I just don't know how to approach this without sounding critical and hurtful. Help. Oh, well, uh, okay. So it doesn't sound like she's approached it at all with him. And True. That's that's the read I have, too. Okay. That this is an issue she's seeing, but it hasn't been brought to the light of day between them. Okay. Uh, well, some of that's straightforward enough of, of just trying to explain the... I mean, even just using the phraseology that she just used here of the slow boil. And yeah. bringing that to light and here's some of the things I like. Is he going to be opposed to... You know, taking that a little bit slower or doing something before they actually get in bed 
to try and get the ball rolling. Okay. Or maybe even um, go beyond the times when he's home and get the ball rolling while still on the road. Yeah. Have some anticipation built up and some interaction with each other beforehand mm-hmm. built up to have the whole foreplay happening outside of the bedroom. Yeah. I mean, clearly she's she's certainly not in her own boat in that as a woman, you don't want to just crawl in bed and all of a sudden have someone grab for a breast and they assume that you're ready to that go. That's enough. That's not enough. That is not <laughs> cutting it. I'd be hacked too. Um, yeah. There's definitely got to be some lead up, getting the mind into it, getting getting some things warmed up and revved up right? Uh, so that the body then in turn follows suit. Right. And that's a good segue into even though this isn't his question, uh, there can be husbands out here in the context of this question that could have this, they could suffer from this of, mm-hmm. I don't get it because... If the roles are reversed and he's still the high desire and she goes just straight for the groin and lower region, he's on board with that. That's a clear signal that gets it going quickly and we're ready. Right. But with a woman's makeup and biology, that doesn't always ring true. So there needs to be more of, as she puts it, the slow boil. Mm -hmm. And that means a, a slower engagement, a slower ramp up before you head towards the genitalia. Or breasts. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also the component of what she's asking. And this is one of the things we come across a lot with Sexy Marriage Radio in the nation is um, how do I bring up an issue I see without coming across as X? I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want to be critical. I don't want to hurt, you know, I don't want to come on too strong or feel selfish or whatever. Yeah. And the quick answer to that is you can't. If he deems you bringing up something that will help you and then ultimately in terms both of you as critical, so be it. It's you stepping into your own sex life and your marriage better. Mm -hmm. And so in some regards, you've got to confront that dilemma by just if he labels it as whatever, I can word it as limited towards that tone as possible, but I can't control if it's going to happen or not. That's the two-choice dilemma. Yeah, true. You could be the most delicate you could use the most delicate words and tone possible and you still have no control over right. the response that you get but i almost hear this with what she's saying and the fact that it probably hasn't been at the light of day as you're picking up on pam as you know what honey you because you build on what you you kind of read as the ultimate f- goal for both because he's she's reading him as he wants her to be satisfied too Mm-hmm. Right. He wants her yeah. to enjoy this. Yeah. And so it can be, you know what, honey, we have the same goal. <laughs> I would like to be satisfied too. Mm-hmm. The manner in which this is happening isn't helping this. No, not, not conducive at all. Because it's too fast, too soon. And there's aspects of our relationship where I feel like we're just really good business partners. And I would like to be business partners with benefits. And there's mm-hmm. a difference to how that happens. Right. And so right. you start trying to put lines of demarcation between your relationship where sometimes we've done this in regards to parenting where we've gone out on dates and said parenting conversations are off limits tonight we can't talk about kids yeah so, so you that, can go and say we can't talk de- about business tonight. definitely and you just kind of set some rules and 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 venture into the risk of it might be a quiet night 
that's okay. Mm-hmm. That helps something be borne out possibly in the next time that you start realizing, whoa, okay, the severity of the problem is much worse than I thought, or the severity of the problem is not the, as big as a deal as I thought it was. We do still have this and that mm-hmm. and this and that we can talk about. And now all of a sudden you realize it's a short hurdle. And I think being able to just confront it in the dynamic of this is what I'm seeing between us, we need to make this more known. Here's what I see in the struggles I've got. What do you see? And then we see where solutions maybe come and appear. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay. And so the other thing would be prepare to give him some tips, some pointers, some help of just, I think this would help. This might work better because you know what's not working. And so come with solutions as possibilities. Yeah. If you know what it is you like or you're really longing, um, for something in particular, maybe you love to have your thighs stroked or, you know, whatever right. the case may be. Um, give him, give him a little bit of a map there. Yeah. That, yeah. Cause that's, that's one of those things that when, it, when I come to an issue with just a problem without offering up solutions, it, it really kind of becomes, okay, I'm just pointing out the problem. You fix it. Yeah. Rather than, no, I want let's be a team about this. And, yeah. Even if it's just this whole, this is an issue. It's too fast, too soon. I don't know an option for solutions right now, optimally, but I want to help with this. I want to talk about this. Let's figure this out together. Mm-hmm. That's better. Yeah. So address it. Realize he may see it as hurtful or critical. You can come at it as soft as possible, but you can't control the other side. True. But speak up. You've already done it with us. Mm-hmm. You're much closer to possibly solving this just by taking that step. Mm -hmm. Thanks to Baked by Melissa for supporting our podcast. Once again, it's time to find the perfect Mother's Day gift. You want to find a gift that shows the moms in your life how much you appreciate them all year long, but also something they can actually enjoy in the moment. Well, we just tasted the most delicious bite-sized cupcakes, and they're perfect for this occasion because they're handcrafted and bite-sized And they show up in a beautiful package. Oh, they really are nice. They're beautiful for Mother's Day. Uh, It it makes a great gift. And they're safe in Mm -hmm. the way they arrive and are shipped. Mm -hmm. They show up at your door. They're fresh, guaranteed. Baked by Melissa offers one day and two day shipping nationwide. And you can also pick from a wide variety of exclusive flavors just for Mother's Day, including s'mores, electric tie-dye, strawberry milkshake, and chocolate blackout. Mm-hmm. which was fabulous. Yeah. This Mother's Day, send all the moms you know the perfect gift by Baked by Melissa. Go to bakedbymelissa.com today. Use the promo code SMR when you sign up and get 15% off your next order. This is exclusively for podcast listeners, so make sure you take advantage of this offer. That's 15% off. Go to bakedbymelissa.com today using promo code SMR when you sign up. Keep in mind, the last day for standard two-day shipping for Mother's Day is 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Thursday, May 9th. Give the moms you love some bite-sized cakes. Um, hi, Dr. Allen. Great uh, service that you're providing. Always love the show. Now, the question is, um, you occasionally reference a state of the sexual union or state of the marriage type uh, conversation, and I was wondering, is there a suggested outline or points that are usually good to cover, or is it unique to each couple's circumstances. As always, enjoy the show and appreciate it. The state of the union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that phrase. Yeah. And how we continually bring it up because there are times in married life 
that are really enhanced and benefited when you have intentional conversations about the state of the marriage, the state of the yeah. relationship. Yeah. And so in some regards, the caller, uh, there, are, there is some uniqueness to each situation that needs sure. to be addressed. But I think there's probably some standard things that are what worth, things do you enhan- think are standard? Worth, disca- worth covering. And so this is something, just a little backstory real quick. This is something you and I have been doing for quite a while, particularly on anniversary yeah. nights. Yeah, yeah. When we go out to celebrate anniversary dinner, mm-hmm. this is part of our conversation. Yeah. And so a lot of times we start, and this is in my mind, um, I kind of have a little framework what he's asking for. I ask, how was the year? Because mm-hmm. if I'm doing this regularly with my spouse, I don't, we don't have to go way, way back, right? Of, we're coming up on 26 years next month or in, you know, in May, I guess. Right. So it's looking at it as we don't have to go all the way back 22 years from now and talk through there. No, no. It's just, how, how was the year? Um, what are you looking forward to next year? What are the areas that um, we're good at? Where are we on task? Where are we not? And then the other thing that I love, the nuance of this, is how am I doing going forward? What's, what am I noticing about my own journey in my marriage relationship with you that I, that's good and that's bad? So this is where you're asking me what's my opinion on how that's going or are you or are you telling no, him, I'm, I'm, I need I need to tell you here's how I feel like I'm doing well here's how I this feel is like self-awareness I'm doing and that. self-account okay of because I don't want this to turn into a gripe session or I need you the, to x session I want this to in my mind it's better served by keeping the onus of control on things I can actually control okay which is me and so I think there's tremendous benefit to be able to say, you know what, this week, this, this year, I noticed this in me. I noticed this kind of a struggle. I noticed this kind of an issue that is new, or I noticed this stressor is happening and I'm really going to start working towards this. Or you can even do the praise side of it. I, Hey, look, I, this was an issue earlier and I don't feel like it is now. Yeah. I feel like I've overcome. I feel like this is a big deal and you've been a great ally in this and really helped. Mm-hmm. Because if you did this or that, or and then I, this offers the possibility of an invitation to, I would love it if you could help me with, but you don't make it to where you give them control over your own destiny and struggles of things. Sure. And I think, I mean, is, is there anything else that comes to your mind on our conversations on a, on a whole, on a global side of it? Well, we use it some too, not to just look at the one year ahead, but it's also um, bigger picture. It's more five years down the road, 10 years mm-hmm. down the road. And are, are we still on track with where we say we want to be right. and who we want to be? Um, maybe we're, maybe it's where we're serving. Maybe it's financial goals. We don't want to spend a bunch of time on that on our anniversary. <laughs> no, but, but those are all practical it's, things. It's kind of that high level Mm-hmm. You know, where do we want to be as a couple and as, an, as a family? And it's kind of a level set. Maybe right. maybe five years ago, we thought we would do X, Y, Z. And, you know, life 
send us a curveball or whatever the case may be. And uh, yeah. so let's kind of level set and see where we are now. Yeah, if you're, if you're talking um, from personal experience for us, we've landed in the arena of we try to have these conversations that appeals to both our wheelhouses mm. to where yeah. we'll have that. Where do you want to be in five years? What are you thinking about 10 years? What are your dreams? Because that's my that's my wheelhouse. I love dreaming the creating the the pie in the sky mm-hmm. <laughs> almost but then we also have the how are we on task to make that happen how are we living within our means how are we serving and giving how are we doing some of these things with the resources we've got which mm-hmm. is your wheelhouse yeah that makes you tick and feel meaningful yeah for life and so it's learning that neither one of them is a threat Sometimes it can come across that way a little bit. It's like, oh, that's, yeah. I don't like that. But it's realizing, no, this is for both of us. Yeah. And I think the last point to, to, to land on with this is you do this, in my mind, over the umbrella of the whole relationship, but you also do this on some of the different aspects of your relationship, particularly your sexual relationship. Because that's something also that doesn't get as much play. Mm. It can kind of just be thrown like in as a chapter which is what a lot of marriage books do, <laughs> right? It's just like, ah, let's do one chapter on this. But instead, it's it's a bigger component of where are we sexually? Are you satisfied with what's going on? Am I? Are we trending towards a, a direction that's great or not? What are the hangups we've had? What are, And at least have some conversation that lends towards that aspect and path. Okay. You agree? Kind of reading your... I still think it's a chapter. I think it's just, I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I think it's just a wording okay. thing. In the, it, it's not a 50 50. I'll get, I'll get you that. Right, right. right. It, it is a chapter, right? Because right? there's, we've already named this laundry list of things that sometimes we talk about. And That's fair. So, That's fair. Um, it, while this podcast is mainly about sex and relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I, it, that's that's the main topic, but we realize that sex is affected by all these other aspects. It's an aspect. Of you are correct. Individual lives and marriage, and so that all those intermingle so well. Yeah, absolutely. It's interwoven throughout it. So I would still call it a. Chapter. It's a chapter. I'm just going to say it's a big chapter. Okay, <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'll agree with you on that. I love how sometimes when we do these shows, they blend together. You know, the extended content goes well with what we talked about in the regular version and other versions kind of come back together. And, you know, if you look throughout the history of Sexy Marriage Radio, you can see in some regards, it's one big, long conversation. (laughs) Well, it really kind of is. I mean, we're talking about um, health in your own life and how that bleeds over into marriage, into sex, into so many things. And, um, these are not standalone topics. No, they're not. Well, this has been sexy marriage radio. Uh, if you got a topic that you want to hear more of, or that you haven't heard, 214-702-9565 is how you let us know and get to the front of the line. Feedback at sexymarriageradio.com works as well. But wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your week to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.